Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ash Millman. Whoa, this I'm is I'm switching a things up on the, the right glorious the day. Left. Hello, everyone. And joined by Ewan Patterson. Hello. Usually we go left and right, but why not do something different for the people that are watching on the video? Shake so, it to the left if you're having a good time. Exactly. And so, yes, we kind of thought we would break down some of the biggest projects that we're looking forward to for the rest of 2019 in this weird post-Christmas limbo where nothing is happening. In until, the Monday of all months. Yeah, and it, yeah, it is. It's, yeah. it's that weird sort of Sorry period. for old January babies. but It's just the, the industry yeah. will resume when Resident Evil 2 is out, and that's yes. not until the 25th. Yeah. So, uh, in the spirit of all those things, uh, we've each got three games that we're looking forward to, and uh, we've still got some little tidbits as to what proves them, or it'll just be things that we really want to see return. Yes. And we're yes. going to talk about franchises that should come back in 2019. So I will open with Bully 2. Because Ooh. Bully is going to be Rockstar's next game. I don't care about Bully. Oh, you do? <laughs> no, I just, I'm, I'm happy that it's coming for people who love yep. Bi- yep. bullying. Huge fan. And, you know, doing it in a game where they are a bald-headed hey. bully. Yes. But um, that's not... A thing that I enjoy. I didn't. I, I get that it's a cult classic, and like oh, more so people. You did like play it. Yeah, I did. Right, good. Um, but I just uh, there are other things I think Rockstar do better, and mm. there is something very weird to me about grown men writing dialogue about a bully in high. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't Did you play it? I played bits of it. I never right. played it all the way through. Okay, so I, I bully's like one of my yeah. <clears throat> one of the for me. It's one of it's my one of my favorite Rockstar games, and I think the whole thing that the whole thing that blew up at the time with like, oh, you're playing a bully and you're just gonna <laughs> like you know kick people in. That wasn't at all what it no, was. exactly. I and so, that. like, yeah, that was the whole, the inversion of that was why that game worked so well and actually fitting in with the different cliques in high school. Very comic booky, very, like, Saturday morning cartoon, very recess approach to the, the yeah. depiction of high school. That's a good point. Which I loved. And so I, I thought that was, was really good. But I'm, I am interested to see how they would even do it again mm. because, like, you're going to have a game about high school combat and all that kind of stuff with 4K <laughs> visuals yeah. and realistic uh, interpretations of different people. Um, so, yeah, and I don't know how much I trust Rockstar Scribes, like you said, to do youthful dialogue. Uh, it could be very, What's it, happening? I'm, just, I'm seeing this children. being like some sort of awkward South Park esque. Like, look at all these millennials. I just want some. Oh, well, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably be fine with that. But it depends how much they lean into it. But yeah, either way, uh, yeah. the reason that I mentioned this was because a whole bunch of Bully 2 concept art leaked uh, from mm-hmm. someone who claimed to be a rock star insider. And um, we're not going to get too much into the info of each of these 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it showed like a, a way more cartoonish approach, mm-hmm. uh, a way more like stylistic kind of thing with elongated, uh, more over the top faces. Looked a bit like the artwork for um, Dishonored, that you've kind of got those more caricatured kind of faces yeah. and stuff. And I kind of thought that's the only way they could do it because then they get away from all the, oh my God, they're trying to tell children to go kill people <laughs> style yeah. reactionary news headlines. But there was so, uh, yeah. the, the few bully Easter eggs in Red Dead Redemption exactly. 2 as well. So we had the Canis Canum edit revolver that you get for mm-hmm. doing all the legends of the Old West stuff. And then you had an achievement for, it was like Endless Summer or something for completing yes. the, like 100% in the game, which is a callback to a, a thing from Bully. So yeah, it looks I think like they've it, been seeding this. I think this is definitely coming. It's, yeah. it's either mm. next year or in the typical Rockstar mm. fashion. I guess actually, yeah, in terms of it being like a 2019 release. Um, we're looking at like a games as a service thing with Rockstar now these days. So you've probably got to contemplate this next mm. Bully factoring into, you know, how do we get Bully online out True. of it or something like that. I, so. I guess in terms of the, um, the way that we're sort of categorizing stuff together, it could just be an announcement. Yes. It could be something yeah. related. I just want Bully, all right? That's all I want. I want more Bully. I just want to punch things. I just want to punch things as a small child. I haven't done it for a while. So, Ewan, what's your game? What do you want? Uh, I'm just going to be typical Ewan back on his BS. I want a uh, <laughs> a new Arkham game this year. Oh, for the love of God. Oh, I knew Have one we not this had year. enough of Arkham? No. And can I... we do one video where you don't no. mention Arkham? No, no, you may not. <laughs> no, I'm here. Go on. All day. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, obviously people know that I wasn't a big fan of Arkham Knight, and I think that's kind of, the cons- a consensus is slowly building in regards to how Roxy finished that yes. franchise, and potentially mm-hmm. they, you know, they didn't finish it the best way they could have. And also at the same time, we've kind of seen a reappraisal of what number those Montreal did with Arkham Origins. Mm. And if you've been keeping up with the uh, the detail of the drama surrounding Warner Brothers games, um, you'll know that a bunch of projects got cancelled like a few years ago. Mm. So there was like mm. a Suicide Squad game they were going to do that got canned. There was a I'm Batman Beyond. I wonder why that yeah. was canned. <laughs> yeah. And there was a Batman Beyond-esque style Damian Wayne game that was canned. But the most recent rumour is that they're going to be doing something involving the Court of Owls, which is going to be a sequel to Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm. And then there is also talk of them potentially <clears> doing <throat> a Wonder Woman game as well. And then factoring that in with the fact that Rock City is still doing something of their own at the same time. It kind of seems as though we're waiting for one studio to kind of pull the trigger first. Yeah. And, yeah. It makes me curious how much they've had to like put, like lay off because of the fact that the DCU didn't land mm-hmm. especially well and maybe yeah. the marketing just wasn't lining up properly kind of thing. But on your recent rumours one, I think you talked about the Wonder Woman game. I did. I, it was based off of Ewan's article. Oh. He sent me the little link like, oh, you should add this in. And I did. <laughs> I don't uh, recall having that conversation. Yeah. Uh, you totally that off your own. <laughs> just Everyone rumors. just seeks out Ewan Patterson's what comes Anything from you know. He's got the knowledge and the knowledge. <laughs> he but does. A, uh, the Wonder Woman game looked really interesting it sounds really good and all the concept for it and stuff and the whole having the amazonians mm-hmm. and then the people on earth i mean i was a swap between them i think it sounds fantastic mm-hmm. like i would i really want that game not so bothered about arkham yeah. but the uh what is it the light uh circle of light i think circle it's light, it's it? tentative title is but okay. yeah it's a case of like i think a lot of people are fatigued by batman currently and they'd mm-hmm. have to my personal preference would be if they were to return to the ip they'd do a batman beyond style game you know with all like the mm-hmm. the neo-noir-esque stuff just get the the intro back in you know, the really cool one when they're all danced in the club and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that back in. Um, but yeah, if they were just to return to Batman, I'm convinced they would do a good job with mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think it's high time, especially with all the Marvel games coming out, the Warner Brothers and DC, for that matter, really branch out and try and tap into the potential of that franchise. Otherwise, they're going to get beaten to the punch by mm. Marvel, who have mm. Avengers coming out in... It is also point, so, yeah. weird. And the wazoo. And the yeah, just, wazoo. just leaking. But it is yeah. also weird that it's the fourth year now, and we've not heard anything. Like, other than the leaked stuff. So 2015 was off Six years since... Uh, like, 
well, how long ago? 2015, that was 2015 was Arkham Knight, yeah. So it's been six years since Arkham Origins came yeah. out. So that's, that's mad. That's, I don't know. That's mm. What makes you think you say you don't want any Arkham things? I'm just, you, I'm, just I'm sick of them. Personally, no interest in them is the thing. I paid Asylum, um, and then the rest, so I was just like, oh, oh I'll keep smacking this. Take yeah. that cool. microphone. Yeah, look at that. Just crotch up it and bat around So what, did you, did you not finish Arkham Asylum? No, I wasn't. <gasps> I wasn't involved in it, which I know is blasphemy. A little bit. I know it's a, a, a little, little bit, mate. Little yeah. bit yeah. Blasphemy, yeah. But I, it just did not <laughs> tick my box. Ash Millman, he'll finish Aliens Colonial Marines, but will not finish <laughs> Batman Arkham Asylum. It's a good taste. It's the state. <laughs> it's definitely what it is. Ash, what is your game for 2019, or one of the three? One of the three that I want. Yes. I, I've no idea if there's any information that can back it up at all. I want <laughs> Sly Raccoon to come back. Oh I want Maybe if you will Sly Raccoon enough. I want it, though, no, because it's like the, they've got, um, there's a film, there's an mm-hmm. entitled film that's in the works, that's in development, but that. hasn't come out yet. There is a series that's supposed to come out mm-hmm. this year, and a series to go very nicely with a little interactive game. Yeah, I mean, I think the last one I think was the Vita one, which I do have. Uh, I think the last installment in the, the franchise was the Vita. It was the release. Time Nerds one. Time, time Nerds. nerds. Time That's nerds. if they call it Sarah Time, time Nerds. I mean, the turtle was a Time Nerd. Yeah, it was, oh, a, it was a Time Nerd. Oh, God, I've not played Slime so long. Bentley. Bentley. Yeah, I remember that. I, I remember because I didn't have a PlayStation Two and I was uh-huh. little. I used to go over to my mates and play Sly and yeah. like the yeah. I was, I was fat, eh? hey. and I was always fascinated by all of them. And that'd be that's interesting that they got new a new wave mm. of stuff because that, yeah. that to me implies that Sony are keen on spiking a resurgence of the brand so I potentially wonder, like, like, you could have just solved the mystery Sly Raccoon confirmed 2019 it needs to come so many people though like you, all you need to do is mention it and so many people know either the visuals like you know the turtle guy before you know his name and everyone knows <laughs> Sly Raccoon and it's just like there's clearly more to do with that franchise and a movie sounds great like yeah. all the different the characterization the way the dialogue and the script always yeah. was in those games plays perfectly into cartoons and all I that kind of stuff I am so here for Carmelita Fox like I just love this <laughs> So much like the, the shooting police officer. No, I think I think it's fantastic. I think this. I think the whole game, the way it's put together, works really well Ooh. for a series. What like, if they do like a, a new Sly? As I think through right, this, Donkey Kong. What if they do on? a new? He's in the new Mario Kingdom thingy. Anyway, if what if they do a new Sly, but they do it like the new Spyro and Crash, where it's just all fully redone, nice gorgeous visuals, but it plays like the old school. Ones. I actually don't think they need a remaster at all. Mm. I played the I played the PS2 one again recently. Well I played uh, one and two. Oh, they all, they've always controlled really well. Yeah, but, but like, uh, just yeah. the visuals. The well. cel-shaded look. Yeah, yeah. it already looks like a comic book sort mm-hmm. of game. So, like, there isn't that much chunk to it. There's chunk, because there's always chunk. Chungus. The always chungus. <laughs> Sly chungus. <laughs> but, oh, my God, can we make Sly <laughs> chungus, please? I kind of, I mean, I remember when uh, Sly Cooper first came on, the, like, became a thing, because it was like, oh, man, this whole new graphical style. Cel-shading's yeah. not, like, been in any high-profile games for a while, so it kind of would already yeah. give itself a, a own identity. Yeah, the only people that really did that recently were um, Platinum for Transformers Devastation. Oh, Devastation, yeah. yeah Which so. was a good few, a couple yeah. of years ago. Uh, okay, so next up, I'm going to throw Fable into the mix ah. because we can have a nice little reminisce about Chicken Fable. Chaser. Chicken Chaser. I thought you were looking like apprehensive about it. Then. Oh, no. I, I like, mean, it I is me in real life. I do kind of treat Fable with equal parts apprehension and nostalgic <laughs> love. Oh, it's full on nostalgia. It's there were certain elements well, of Fable that I really, really loved, and mm. then as I. I was there for Fable 3 yep. for the <laughs> yeah. sadness yeah, of disappointment I don't bad. know what statement that ending was it's like oh you, you, you shagged either way and that's, <laughs> that was literally Fable 3 in a nutshell I wonder and how I much, hated uh, it like Molyneux and stuff knew because Lionhead aren't, aren't around anymore and like, yeah. I wonder how much he knew that that, that, that was their last one kind of thing yeah. and just gonna, not so much bow out was fall over but it wasn't good Yeah, but more than two though phenomenal and I, I remember Jules speaking about it the other day the Fable was Fable Legends, Legends was that sounded really yeah. the idea of you being able like, to be like a, a sort of dungeon master and mm. plan yeah. these things for your for your friends to take on. Oh, I thought that was really cool. And I, I mean, if they're going to do Fable again, they need to make it. They need to get the nostalgia right. Mm. They need to get it. You know, have all the corny 
dialogue and well, the that's whole the thing, like, bigamy simulator 2020 oh, or something. Well, if, if, it needs loads of pork in. Like, yeah, it needs one it of needs, it's maximum pork and you need to have about seven yeah. wives. It needs yeah. to be able to equip condoms to make sure you don't have any children. Yeah, and have your celery so you can... <laughs> it's all good. One of my favourite oh. things in Fable is that you can just do the can-can regardless of how much you've just massacred half a town. You just sort of do a bit of a dance and then some guy's like, he's actually all right, him. Yeah. And then it's fine. <laughs> and so like, you need that tone and I don't know if you even get that without the madness that is Peter Molyneux because mm. as much as that man is a walking lie, yeah. He did contribute heavily to Fable's overall vibe, and I always adored that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned Fable because um, we actually do know that a new Fable game is coming. It was confirmed by Eurogamer and Kotaku in there. Well, they, it is apparently already in development. They yeah. reckon they've seen it, uh, or seen that it was in development anyway, mm-hmm. uh, by Playground Games, who are the Forza Horizon devs. So um, they've apparently hired to do an open world game, yeah. but it'll be their first time on I genre. I can see them doing a complete tone reboot. Totally. Oh, like, like a gritty. Yeah, well, not maybe gritty, but maybe just kind of like <laughs> oh trying God, to try and model no. it on, like, all. you know, almost like the Elder Scrolls potentially. And like they try and really go for all in on one of the things that made Fable mm. good, but not charming. Bigamy Simulator. Bigamy yeah. Simulator yeah. 2020. It 100% just needs to be the charming like stupid dialogue yes. doing the can-can doing yep. all the nonsense stuff fun fact the studio that they hire, they're hiring for Leamington Spa I remember reading that in the rumour thing. That's the fact yeah. that it's come to mind. What do you mean? What do you mind. mean, Leamington Spa? That's where they're doing it, Leamington Spa. Okay, because our American viewers won't have a clue what you mean. It's by in that. Leamington Spa, everyone. Does Leamington Spa have a big spa? <laughs> you, I think it did at one point. The yard in question. This is here not. I've not. Culture. I've not been to Leamington Spa, nor do I care. But oh. if that can influence a good game, then it maybe that's do. a cool thing. Maybe. If they base it on Leamington Spa, which is a lovely town. <laughs> what that even is Leamington, Leamington Spa? Leamington Spa tourist board got to you. Oh God. Leamington Spa. It's not. Not to worry. You and what is your next game? And it better not be Leamington Spa. No. Leamington Spa Simulator 290. My next game is Splinter Spa 2020. It's uh, Splinter Cell. I want uh, a new Splinter Cell. If they said that in Leamington Spa, I'm I'm pretty much Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, you and me both agree that Splinter Cell Blacklist, like, is really good. It got the perfect balance between the kind of more Jason Bourne action oriented nature of Conviction, Mm -hmm. then also called back to the series roots with, like, Chaos Theory and Pandora Tomorrow. Um, Obviously, the voice actor was a bit of a bit, a, naff. A, bit a little bit, bit naff. you know you had 50 year old Sam Fisher looking like he was going to the gym and it was a weird a weird art like a weird a soft reboot kind yeah. of thing they lost my client side but they did continue on from all of that and I mm. think there were so many good ideas in Blacklist and it is such a shame that that game didn't perform to the kind of critical response that it ended up getting mm-hmm. um, I think Spies vs Mercs would work perfectly again if they were to bring yeah. it back um, you have a perfect story to continue with because um, at the end of the co-op campaign that you play with Riggs or Briggs Riggs Briggs mm-hmm. I can't remember. Tell me in the comments. Not Kestrel. Um, you, you find Kestrel at the right. end of that. And so you already had the potential to bring a new protagonist back If because obviously Michael Ironside was sadly ill for a while, but he well, is back, so... That's yeah. the thing. They did a bunch of Splinter Cell DLC for Ghost Recon and mm-hmm. Michael Ironside returned to the character for the first time that in a DLC long time. That DLC really annoyed It was me. bad. The DLC yeah. was horrific, but yeah. uh, at least Michael Ironside was alive and well and doing the voice. Mm-hmm. And when he was asked on GameSpot's show, hey, are they going to do more Splinter Cell? He just said, well, I can't confirm that or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, that might <laughs> like means that, that you can't. It's a great, so, he's yeah. got a great voice. Oh, he's, he's like, like got yeah. the most like razor throated no voice talking. ever. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that was, I'm sorry, that's just me doing Christian Bale there. Just, it's it's all within the pool of people. <laughs> Ash's mic continues to fall apart. Just can't believe the news that he's not wearing night vision goggles. <laughs> Either way, uh, yes. I mean, it seems like it, it's long overdue. Spencer yes. used to be one of the biggest selling franchises of the 2000s. Very recognizable, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of brand loyalty to that series. Talking about Rainbow Six Siege mm-hmm. as well, because Ubisoft had the perfect model there to not only get a great single player game out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, reusing the assets of all the other stuff which they tend to do. But then mm-hmm. you also have the games as a service siege-esque formula that you could do with Spies versus Mercs. Mm-hmm. And people would take it to a competitive street. Ubisoft have been 
really good at capitalizing on the esports scene as yeah. well. So if they were able to cater to both the single player, you know, story driven focus, give Sam Fisher a really good proper send off with Ironside in the role, and then do all that multiplayer mm. stuff, you have a title that would be built to last. And yeah. maybe what they're doing with knowledge of that in mind um, is waiting until the next gen because obviously they don't want to encroach on the Siege's success. And, you know, True. we have the Division 2 coming out as well, which is going to be a games as a service thing too. So maybe those are mitigating factors. Away. What do you guys think of um, the placement that Stealth has overall? Because it used mm. to be this massive thing. It was like Metal Gear, Spinter Cell, Hitman. It was my favorite thing. It was Same. my gateway into hardcore gaming because I used to love like just normal stuff. Hardcore. But like, oh, you know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That was the thing that really challenged me first mm. when I was mm. kind of growing up. And like stealth games used to terrify me when I was, I was yeah. like, you get caught and you die? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> but then like as I kind of got older and discovered the stabby stabby with oh, Chaos Theory, stabby, stabby. Um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a revolutionary experience because I, I just loved how great it was to be able to ghost around and the mm. satisfaction mm. of like, oh, you didn't know I was here. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was dead fun. And yeah. obviously I've always kind of liked the Tom Clancy military fiction literature and mm. that really lends itself well. So yeah, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five as well. That, that was fantastic. Phantom and Pain 2015. Yes. Like Hitman's kind of Hitman is yes. the most recommendable thing, yes. but it's not where it used to be. I mean, what do you think of like general stealth games? In- so, I like stealth games. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of military themed games. I right. don't know what. I think it's just because my whole like thing for fantasy and everything. I like going into a game and it'd be something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the military games. Like I've played a little bit of all of them. Mm-hmm. Had a little dabble and stuff. I love sneaking around. Mm. I love giving a little knife to someone's throat because that's always a good time. Have and you that- played? 
Sticks. Sticks, I have not. Sticks is like you fantasy style. He plays a little goblin called Sticks, mm. and you just go around just stabbing dudes. I was going to might be your suggest jam. thief as well. Thief as well. I played thief. Yeah, I really yeah. like thief. Okay, yeah. so there is, there is a way. That's yeah. a bit more. That's a bit more less like. Ooh, I'm, I'm in the military. And yeah, yeah. Although that 2014 Commando. reboot yeah. was like the most like gritty. I was going to say like something thief. as well. You had water arrows. What? Um, cool. The stealth <laughs> games have gotten too easy recently. Mm. And again, we can point back to Batman Arkham as being a really easy stealth you, game. You can't not mention Batman. I know I can't. But everything comes back to Arkham. It's all connected. What makes you? You didn't let me bring on my conspiracy board, Scott. So I've got to like you know just. Just it, not on a pod, maybe for a video, maybe yes. for a live stream. You can walk us through it, yeah. Mister Day. But uh, for the play <laughs> <laughs> silver yeah. for the awesome stuff, do you think it's the the detective mode, the vision mode, I think that kind of there stuff? There is a, again, we kind of had this with the difficulty podcast, which you, you should go watch because it was really good. Yes, uh, we kind of talked about the idea of the balance between empowering a player and making them strive. For mm. And I think stealth games have suffered the most from that evolution mm. to empowering players. I mean. Naughty Dog got it right with The Last of Us. I kind of yeah. thought I thought stealth mechanics there were really good in a linear sense, but mm-hmm. no game apart from Hitman and Splinter Cell have really nailed the idea of you have a challenge to get around, and if you want to sneak around and be the sneakiest sneaker in the history of sneak down, sneak. that you've got to really work for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Arkham, you're you're kind of given you know you are the world's greatest detective. You have a detective mode that sees through everything. You can mm-hmm. just go around, and people have the the, the, the vision of I can't <laughs> tunnel vision. What I just heard someone get their head what? <laughs> oh, and then, it's very much yeah. like Metal Gear if you just made it like a like a, not cone vision, but just like a line. Yeah. Vision. So. Whereas the Last of Us, I mean, they did a lot of stuff with like audio stuff, like you have mm-hmm. that listening mode, and you yeah. kind of like like and find your way around that kind of way I think there is a way to do the Return of Splinter Cell and make it the best premier style thing on yes. the market because Metal Gear ain't coming back anytime soon no. so yes Ash what would your next game be oh I had the list what we've talked you about did. Fire Raccoon um, the next one coming up you also had Mass Effect yeah that's what I was really spoiled it. well I thought you'd forgot no, so I, I was leaping I, I, in I was working through it well. but the next one I actually really want to see more of is Mass Effect yes Good. which I feel Slightly controversial saying because of the big flippity flop that was Andromeda. There was a lot of flippity that was flops a f- in Andromeda. More than a flop. That was like the, the fish the, it f- tried f- to flop, but it just remained dead <laughs> the on the floor. The faces as well, just the, the just, twitching. Oh, well, let's, yeah. let's just forget that Andromeda ever happened. Let's just, it's, a, like it's the Andromeda. Hobbit movies. I no, like you don't. It. I do, no. I do. No. Because I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm so invested in the Mass Effect world and Same. lore and everything that it can't upset me because I'm like, well, I'm happy I get to go back in there and see everything. That was my thing. And yes, and yeah, yeah. to be completely honest, I did, I thought... Um, Andromeda was like a three-star kind of game. Like, there was enough to pill. Yeah, it's from. not terrible. That's no, the thing. It, it, People it, act like it's the worst thing that's ever happened mm. to gaming. It is not. It's more like what it means. It's more like how much it dropped the ball. And considering yeah. like the end of three was already this big mess, it was like they needed something great. And it just yeah. is not that at all. But it does play pretty well in terms of the combat. Mm. And there's like, yeah. I like the interaction with the different alien races and stuff. Yeah. Like, I like being in that world. But yeah, the uh, current state of it is that EA have put it on ice as far as they uh, said. Well, actually, they've... Well. 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 well they have said that. Um, but then on N7 Day, November to last year, to last year, to last year, year. yes, Uh, November last year for N7 Day, they'd released that video. It was very wholesome. It was like, what does N7 mean to you? It was was really lovely, (laughs) and everyone's wearing all the merchandise that you can buy in the store. Of course, Um, and but at the end of it, they were like, uh, N7 means coming to work every day and imagining the next great Mass Effect game. Which could be... We could have covered that. Well, you could have. I didn't even realise that was a thing. Well, there we well, go. You know. so, You've just taken his job. There you go. I mean, 
So it's Dice not. Conf- You've got to play Shovel Knight now. <laughs> I will. It's, uh, it's not confirmation, but it is hint enough that mm. they are still thinking about ways to move on and expand with it. But with Andromeda and with Anthem coming out, mm. and that's going to be a big, 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 big endeavor for them because I've said it's the t- start of their ten-year journey for something Destiny inspired. I, I mean, I'll be amazed if Anthem lands well. Six-month journey. I, yeah, <laughs> Maybe. It's just, I know, they, the, the fact that they already got ahead of it and said, "Hey, by the way, Dragon Age is also coming," kind of proves that they oh, need I'm something so else for the tail end. Dragon Age would be really good. Yeah. Anthem just, I feel like it just needs to get out, do its thing, whether it fails or not. I don't mm-hmm. know. I've been, I'm, I've been in your camp with, oh, it's going to fail, it's going to fail. But I, I think it's going to fail. I think it'll sell well. I just, yeah. it's just clearly, it's clearly not what they're best at. I just, I, I'm ready to see it rise from the ashes and be something unexpected and mm. not a Destiny clone. Please don't be a Destiny clone. But then with Dragon Age coming out, I think there's room for Mass Effect to come. Not this year, but I think it's going to come. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. But I would really like to see well, it. Well, the fact that like N7, a letter and a number, is known to the vast majority of gamers yeah. proves that like Mass Effect is and should be this mm. massively well-regarded thing. Mm-hmm. It's just that the last time it was on top of the world was Mass Effect 2, and that was like 2008. Oh, or, but it no, was sorry, so 20, good. 10, that yeah, is like yeah. a defining game totally. of a generation. They can get away with having a few flippy flops again, and then like come back with something like mega and absolutely drop their big old fire, slam it yeah, down, big old Garrus foot. Okay, you could have had a Krogan, but you go with Garrus. Well, he's got like a metal suit on. He has got a metal suit on. Maybe at some point we will do a Mass Effect podcast because there's clearly a Mass Effect fandom out there that was just, well, I'm I'm been there (laughs) too. Tyrion's and the Krogans, but clearly there's more to be talked about. (laughs) But no, it needs to come out. Needs to. (laughs) It does. Uh, So my third pick is uh, Burnout. It has been way too long since the arcade racing was a thing at the floor of the industry. I love how you did that. Just was like, Way too long. (laughs) And so, like, I mean, look, at the uh, last year was the Burnout Paradise remaster came out, which I only looked up the sales for this morning, but apparently that topped the UK charts. So that's the only thing EA will care about if they're going to greenlight a full-on Burnout. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if even a remaster could do well, that's usually an industry's way of testing the waters to see if there's interest in a particular property. I tell you what. Go on. Bun Burnout, bring back Crazy Bun? Taxi. No. Crazy Taxi. No. I almost swear that, but we can't swear on YouTube, no. He's literally, you can see one tear. You have no idea. One have no idea. Did you guys background. not play a bit? No, 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 I, I played, I played uh, Paradise, because it came with oh. the bundle I had on my 360. Did you not play Burnout 3 Takedown, the best racing game of all in time? I played Crazy no. Taxi a lot. I yeah, actually hate Crazy Taxi. Would you like to see Crazy Taxi Yeah, I would like to see Crazy Taxi. No one wants to see Crazy Taxi. I appreciate Burnout. It's weird, because I used to love racing games and did you I, know I didn't know I used to love um, both Forza right. uh, and then obviously I, I got a PS4 so I haven't been there for the Forza renaissance which mm. is you know oh, right. amazing so and um, so I had a big obsession with Grid and uh, Dirt which were like the two <laughs> they sound really oh worse God, names they sound like some men's body sprays they sound so like visceral X, it's like yeah. sweat <laughs> adrenaline the yeah. single tear of an ice <laughs> you can use this one bottle to clean everything <laughs> and de-ice your car it's um, but yeah no dirt. like both Grid and Dirt yes <laughs> I can never look at those the same way ever again no. they were both really good and I loved them and Codemasters were fantastic but obviously yep. this is um, done by Criterion used Criterion, to do the yes, old Burnout games did, yeah so they've been kind of folded into the need yeah, for speed yeah, they, stuff. They've been doing um, some of the, the vehicle physics for Battlefront as yes. well. So because yeah. they're part of the EA machines, exactly. so they sort of um, get like banded around. No, I would it. I would look for I would I just need to, I need to find a game that mm. reignites my love for racing. I tell you the, the the big worry though is that uh, on Rush came out last year, which was Codemasters trying to do an arcade racer, and it's different. It, it, they actually did away with laps, and you just race forever until you take enough people out, which is a cool idea. Um, <laughs> One guy's been on the track for sixty years. <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> I can do it. it 
<laughs> but like, at least they were trying something new, and it just didn't sell. It was terrible. It, it, the game was quite solid, but it, it was immediately on PlayStation Plus within like two months or whatever. So uh, I still clearly the, the sales the sales of Burnout Remastered um, Paradise kind of prove that if you have the right IP alongside arcade racing, it'll sell. And so I think there's there's a window for a new Burnout to be announced or something later this year. What crazy taxi? No one wants crazy taxi. I, I do. Yeah. What I'm game not. have you got for your third thing? <laughs> and it better not be crazy. Crazy bold bearded guy number four, and by that I mean Max Payne four. I thought oh, you were me. Ran through like three different. Yeah, things I thought you were just going to insult then. me. I'll take random yeah. bearded man. Yeah, not because um, I really, 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 really. Really? really like noir games. Yes. I love noir fiction. Um, I love LA noir, which was really good. I would have that would have been my other choice to bring this back, but I didn't want to upset Scott. Yeah, we're going to so, talk about good games. So. Um, Whoa, there it is. Okay. There it is. Okay to be wrong, uh, well, you know. Yeah, that's but, why we have you. You know, on. and then I have, we had Team Bondi basically go under with their awkwardly titled game that was meant to come out at one point. Oh, which I'm um, not going to repeat. I will. Um, no, no, you won't. Uh, but then, um, <laughs> what else do you want? Max Payne Four, I think, would be really, really good. Obviously, Max Payne Three. <sighs> Max Payne 3 ending things on a really, really good note, yes. but um, I think there is plenty more scope to do with that character, mm. and especially the game mechanics. Again, kind of like what you were saying with Bully before mm -hmm. and um, other stuff, I, I struggle to think how Max Payne 4 would kind of blend into Rockstar's games as a service model. Yeah. The multiplayer for Max Payne 3 was a really weird thing because if everyone mm -hmm. hit bullet time at, the, at a certain point, they'd all... It all went to slow motion. motion. I like the idea yeah. of that. I like yeah. the idea of being able to do it. I mean, I, I like love Max Payne 3, mm -hmm. even though it's like the black sheep of the franchise kind yes. of thing. And I think that 1 and 2 obviously like in, like just phenomenal games. Mm. If they did 4, I would rather they give it back to Remedy and rather than Rockstar do it again because mm -hmm. um, I think that Remedy are in a weird place. Like Quantum Break didn't sell very well. Control looks solid enough, but it's not the noir thing that they do... Um, Best. I kind of agree, but also I do kind of like what Remedy are doing with their 90s sci-fi cheesy TV show phase they're having. Like, they obviously, they had <laughs> Twin Peaks-esque Alan Wake, which yes. I love as well. I'd love to see Alan Wake come back, Alan actually. Wake should come yeah. back, Shout. definitely. Um, mm -hmm. but or at least have a film that, like, justifies exactly. its existence. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, you know what? A, a Max, Payne, Max Payne 4 and Alan Wake. And Alone Shout. in the Dark as well. But just for a film that's good, like, there's potential for a really good film. Yeah. I think you thought I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, I did, because I, I, yeah. I thought you were going to back that. The Alone new... The Alone the what, what? Meh? Meh. which what alone I in the dark? Can't, the only experience of alone in the dark I have is <laughs> on the really bad one where you were bad. you were quick timing through the streets and the car and the city was coming down. Yeah, that was great. I no, it wasn't that. great. I absolutely Stop lying to game. the people. <laughs> God, I think it's now that I realise how bad my taste in games is. You brought up Clone Marines. I didn't. Really, I thought Alone in the Dark was good. I didn't realise everyone hated it. You're like me when I grew up and I saw Episode One with my grandma and loved it. And then I you age and you talk to any other human on the planet other than your grandma and they tell you that and Episode One's you, not. Opinions are wrong. <laughs> yeah, oh, and I love that Jar Jar, but no, you're not allowed to. I really no. like the prequels as well. Do you honestly. Well, I, yeah, I'm agreeing with you that you like them. I like one, but even then, watching it back, I like the Darth Maul. But yeah, fight. doesn't matter. Max Carry Payne on. four. Yes. And Alan Wake, both remedy <laughs> classics. Yes. Not alone in the dark. And you know what? Alan alone on the shelf. Alan. <laughs> Isn't Alan? ready for his wake yet, so they got to bring him back. <gasps> Whoa, there it is. Save us, Ash. You have one more. Yeah. Okay, right. I'm just going to say, uh, it, I don't know if it's one word or two. Mm. I think it's one word. It's but one with word. a capital letter in the middle. Yeah. To oh, signify, like GameCube or PlayStation. Yeah, Edgy. To signify that they're two separate <laughs> words. And I'm going to say, 
Time Splitters. Yeah, Yay. Time Splitters is a phenomenal. Got a split that, one, that right? time. I don't actually know. I remember looking into a, time, a potential Time Splitters for for like an article ages ago, and mm. I think there were there were rumblings that it was going to happen. There I don't was. even know the, what was. the state of Free Radical is now. Yeah, because like, they, they were part of LucasArts for a little bit, mm. weren't they? And then they were part of that whole kind of blub blub blub. Just everything <laughs> fell apart. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think if they, I mean, the thing is, something like Time Splitters, like you just the mere mention of it immediately makes like a certain generation think of Time Splitters too, like me and Jules, mm. assumedly, or people who are younger play who played Future Perfect. Yeah, like, Future Perfect that tends to be the split. Yeah. yeah. And so, like for me, two was like the, I mean, I remember the, the original too, but two was the one that mm. was like the medium shaking. Oh my god, the cutscenes look like Pixar and whatever. Like that, it had such a great identity to it. Yeah. And it's like if they bring that back, obviously you have modern technology can make the general animation yeah. even better. It's just give me little monkeys with guns, all right? Yeah, it, all it would be such a nice little thing to see. I think it would be p- perfect to see it in the future. Yes. Well. Yeah. It's, who cares about Planet of the Apes when we got time splitters? That's all now. Well, I mean, I don't. Who there cares? is a Planet of the Apes game, which is surprisingly all right. But it's a, it's a it's we're a, not allowed any trash takes. It's a choose your. Like it's not. No, it's, no. we're not allowed them. No, it's no. not. It's not evolve. But Planet of the Apes game is a. God, I'm having like an existential <laughs> crisis. If I, I realize who I am. Like, <laughs> it is fine. We're all allowed to say the things that we like. <laughs> am I so out of touch? No. no, the children are wrong. <laughs> That's me. Like everyone, you guys are wrong. You yes. guys are wrong. Okay, but, make that in Photoshop later. But not too much. Uh, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, if they if they did decide to bring back a time splitters, I, like I said, I don't know who the develop free radical are available yeah. or whatever. I think you'd have to give it to someone who knew exactly what they were doing, like a free radical. Yeah. Um, I don't know what other studio could potentially take it. But just the the general iconography and the the visual identity of that franchise. Yeah. There's so much to pick from. With something like the Borderlands pe- people, the Borderlands people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that sort of style could work really well for it. Oh, okay. Sort of like. Yeah, Gearbox yeah, push yeah. behind it, yeah. Gearbox have apparently got Borderlands Three as their next thing. They've that's been announced unofficially since for before like you were five born. years. Yeah. yeah, since before I was born, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. So, it is way too long. Yeah, it, I don't know what's going on with them. They should have had that announced ages ago. Well, there's a whole, so. it's a different, a whole different thing. But uh, Randy Pitchford's embroiled in a massive oh, lawsuit, oh, yeah. so that's probably delaying things even I further. I saw that the other day. Yeah, awkward. let's not let's not go no, into that at the minute. No. But it is a bit of a thing. Uh, but yeah, in terms of two uh, two K and Gearbox, it seems like they're focused on attempting to finally do Borderlands. Three and that's that was meant to be announced at the last E3, the E3 before that. It's always like a dead cert and it never comes. Um, but yeah, I would love to see more time splitters personally as well. That yes. franchise was delicious. Either way, let us know what you think down in the comments below if you're following the video version, or you can find us on social media if you're listening to the audio one. This has been the World Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Tailford, joined by Ewan. Bye bye. And joined by Ash. Goodbye. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye. bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.